Welcome to the Yes Chef podcast, the Hell's Kitchen recap straight from Reality TV Warriors. My name is Benjamin Powell, and joining me today is a woman who has a bow on her head, so she's not fucking retired, Heather Nicole Smith. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> bow, hat, same thing. Previously on Hell's Kitchen, after a family reunion in Hell's Kitchen, the chefs were surprised with straight jackets instead of black jackets, as they had to teach their loved ones how to cook Chef Ramsay's Branzino dish. Kristen and her dad came out on top for the red team, while Danny and her sister came out on top for the blue team. But Kristen took it home for the red team. With Black Jackets on the line for both teams, the blue team buckled under pressure, with all three chefs making mistakes with Fisolta Cabanara, Bernard Snapper, and Cole Wellington's, while the red team flourished, giving Ariel, Ashley, and Kristen Black Jackets. The blue team nominated Danny and Manda, and Ramsay eliminated Danny, ending her dream of becoming head chef at BLT Steak in Bally's in Las Vegas, giving both Manda and Jared Black Jackets. And now, the continuation. <laughs> so these are our black jackets. Yeah. We predicted two of them. Well, three of them. Three of them. Three out of five. Not and there's, there's no Danny, Eddie, or Hassan to be seen, unfortunately. Well, the fact that there's five, we were going to always get one mistake. But... True. <laughs> we'll, we'll, count, we'll count Danny as a technical win. Yep. So we got a few, yeah, got blood jacket professionals, but um, Ashley's Ashley's one uh, intrigued me the most because she says, I will forever go down as one of the very few chefs that have donned one of these black jackets. And um, all, all I got to thinking was, Ashley, there's about a hundred of you. Not really. I well, mean. Well, I, I worked on average like 15 by 15 by five is like 75 and 15 by six is uh, 90. So it's between 75 to 90. Yes, but that's still a very, very elite group when it comes to Hell's Kitchen because, you know, if they get black jackets, you know that they survived a whole lot of stuff. I think it, I think it's a statement that would, that would have more impact in an earlier season and not season 15 of the show. Well, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, I get, it's, I get, I get it's a, I get it's a, like an, a, a milestone in your life if you're a chef and you made it to black jackets. Well, in, in this case, at least. But like, still, it's just the wording was a bit, the wording made it sound a bit weird. The thing with Black Jackets, I'd say the only thing that I can possibly even think about comparing this to is maybe the merge of Survivor. But even then, it's you merge at Survivor at a lower, at a higher number of people than Black Jackets. Black Jackets is five or six. A good comparison is actually the uh, the overseas trip on America's Next Top Model because that happens around the final six, final five. Okay. And um. Yeah, that's probably better. Yeah, because like um. It's basically model shoot, model shoot, model shoot, model shoot, and then ran, and then half, about um, a little over halfway through the season, they're like, "Guess what, girls? You're going, you're going overseas." Yay! And they get to go to Japan or Paris or wherever, where or somewhere or like Hawaii or something in one of the later seasons. But still, it's like um, it is a much more elite group than like the Merge. Or I'm trying to think of a, I'm trying to think of a good comparison for any other show, any other show. But like, I really do think the. The overseas trips in America's Next Top Model is the best comparison. Yeah, probably. And uh, we get a very foreboding, foreshadowing confessional from Jared, how he mentions that Ashley is his only support system there. And like, look, combine that with the uh, combine that with the uh, preview from last week, and it's like, gee, I wonder <laughs> what's going to happen this week. I bet, I bet <laughs> it's going to be boring, and nothing's going to happen. I'm sure this is not here at all. <laughs> I am a little disappointed that um that our wild like tinfoil hat theory of Jared planting a hair from the shower and the food didn't pan out, but that would have been funny. Yeah. 
Anyway, the challenge is, uh, that we had straight to the challenge, or rather they're blindfolded and sent straight to the challenge, where they uh, the chefs are brought to a high school and they get cheered on and there's drums and it's everything, and then they get showed their then they get showed their um, high school photos. <laughs> Fun times. Amanda and Ariel basically look the same then as they do now, and Amanda's like thirty, so that's a good luck on those jeans. <laughs> uh, Kristen's pageant. Kristen is. Well, it's hard to describe her. She looks like her hair is very pageanted up, and she seems to be wearing like a pageant dress. But like, I, uh, she looks like she has eczema. Uh, She's so red in the face. She's like flushed out. Oh, not not flushed out. The opposite of flushed out. Whatever that is, filled up. That's not the probably. I don't know. Right either. I don't know. And uh, well, let's not let's not dwell on that. Let's dwell on dwell on Dar- let's dwell on Jared's hair. <laughs> that Jared. can't have been his natural hair color. <laughs> like I've seen, I've seen guys go from blonde hair to different colored hair. I mean, I went from red, ha- I went from red hair to brown hair. It's, that's that's a different case entirely. I'm a recessive, I'm part of a recessive gene, and um, yeah, it looked like it looked like he had brown hair, but he dyed it blonde for some reason. Because why would you do that? I don't know. Why would you not? I don't know. Someone correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, because like it, it, that might actually be his natural hair color back then. So. It could be. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, in big transformations, we have Ashley, who, apart from her photo being taken with a potato, uh, apparently <laughs> apparently, her, she was an entirely different skin color. She looked like Puerto Rican. <laughs> That's exactly what I put on my tweet. It's like, oh, yeah. They, they clearly planned that one last for that reason. Just, she just didn't even make, get a letter. Just to make her look older. <laughs> did, she, did she get an exclamation point? No, it was like some kind of design, I think. School logo? Yeah, the school logo. And she's apparently a cheerleader as well. Well, yeah. She's a retired and, cheerleader. Well, not according to Ariel, because in the latest of Amazing Ariel weird amazing lines, we have, uh, she has a bow on her head. She's not fucking retired. Like, <laughs> What? I mean, we love, I love Ariel, but what? Yeah. Yeah. Either way, each chef needs to cook for 100 high school schoolers who will be tasting all five of them and grading them on from A to F, I think. Or they'll be just giving them A or F. So um, we find out a bunch of stuff while they're cooking. Uh, Kristen apparently got kicked out of two high schools. Used to be a bad girl. And uh, I think, like, good for you for turning your life around. But then I also think, someone go back in time and get 18-year-old Kristen on a reality show. Like, a bad girl slash pageant queen. That's... Not something you see every day. Oh, that's that's true. And I don't know where Jared went to school, but he used to um, he and his friends used to hold grill cookouts in, at his high school, like in the parking lot, which apparently was it apparently was just him cooking while everyone else ate and watched. But still, like what kind? <laughs> American, what kind of high school? What kind of country are you? I mean, I know I know I occasionally ask you weird things about your country, like. I know, it's, I know it doesn't seem weird to you, but it seems weird to everyone else who has to, like, gaze in from the outside. Um, I never had a cookout ran by the students at my high school. We had a bonfire a couple of times. I didn't go. So eventually the students come out to taste everyone's stuff. And um, it's really weird because, like, it, it is established they're trying everything, but they try to play it off like nobody wants to eat Ashley's food, even though, like, like I just said, it's quite obvious they're tasting everything. That's a great all five. So it's just a weird mm-hmm. scene to make Ashley look like just to justify her losing the challenge, I think. I don't know. And uh, in more interesting news, Kristen hits on Teenage Boys. <laughs> she wants to be the prom queen. 
that's probably <laughs> that's a proud moment there. <laughs> also, teenage boys hit on Kristen. They want to be her well, prom king. <laughs> I... Oh God, you Americans and your weirdness. You're weird. I just I've, I've said that many, I've said that many times, but you are weird. I have never hit on a teenage boy. Let's just get that right. Even when I was a teenager. Also, anyway, they um the results. We get the results. Uh, Manda's beef taco Tuesday comes in last, unfortunately. That would be the winner at my school. We love tacos. Uh, Kristen's buttermilk fried chicken with roast corn slaw gets the next least amount of A, so she comes in fourth. And teenage boys across country were all disappointed. Third place is Ashley's mini chicken pot pies with loaded potatoes. And the top two are Ariel's seasoned steak tostadas and Jared's New York strip with crispy potatoes and cilantro corn. I think that's what it was. I couldn't read his writing. It's like a, he was like he writes like a doctor. And uh, Jared ends up winning, and he wins a trip to San Francisco where he'll be visiting the Levi Stadium. I think it was. Yeah, Levi Stadium. Oh, good. I got it right. I was going by ear. So he gets to, he gets to visit Levi Stadium, go onto the field and meet some of the players. Not during a game. That'd be that'd be funny though. Also very spoiler prone. And um, in a classic reality television trope, we get the, uh, oh, Jack, oh, he, oh he's going to pick me. I'm his best friend. And he doesn't pick them. When Jared takes Kristen with him instead of his best friend in the show, Ashley. That has never happened before. <gasps> Actually, it has. <laughs> and um, much like most of the rewards that don't involve, like, flying across the sky or floating in a pool or visiting a grand hotel, there's, like... Not much to talk about. They get that they get to run off the field. They get to dress up in jerseys. They get to talk with the players, which is really awkward because it, it couldn't look more scripted. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how are you enjoying? How are you enjoying your thing with Gordon Ramsay? Line. He seems rather intimidating. Let's just say they're not they're not crossing over into the they're not crossing to Hollywood. They're football players. Yeah. And the punishment we get recycling day, which is a classic Hell's Kitchen punishment. I've heard. Which I called it last episode. Oh, yeah, you did. They have to go over the school's trash and separate the food from the recyclables. If I was thinking about it, I would have also probably called the war challenge as well, because that one's also extremely classic. Cook for a lot of people and then have them vote on which dish is the best. Oh, okay. They do that like every year. Either way, we get uh, Ashley fuming over being made to do garbage because of Jared. And uh, she starts full on hating on him, even like calling him a spineless fish, etc., etc. I just think it's adorable that Amanda's like, yeah, that's totally Jared. And uh, at pre-pre-service, when Jared and Kristen finally come back, uh, Ashley is still furious and get this like epic calling out scene where she's saying that Jared is dead to her and they're not, they are not friends anymore. And it's like, that's, this, that's the kind of drama I was hoping to see a lot of the season, like interpersonal drama. Yeah. Like we saw a bit of it with Jackie and, um, and glimpses of it with Jared and other people like, Jared didn't get along with much of his of the blue team, I imagine. <laughs> no, I don't think he did either. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the emotional scene is like really so it, him apologizing to her over and over for hurting her. It's like it was very like um, Survivor Palau esque with uh, Katie and Ian. That's that's immediately yeah. what came to mind. Yeah. Although in Survivor there wasn't like a hilarious scene with fifth place um, undercutting him and. Like calling him a drama queen, that was that would have been pretty funny though. <laughs> but we got that this time with Manda. Anyway, they do get the pre-service, and Ramsey reveals they'll be cooking for Aaron and Christina, the sous chefs, and taking over their role as sous chef for the evening. Uh, this is this was, this was like 
Yeah, this was uh, first introduced as the challenge last season, which everybody did fairly well in, since like everyone was on point with their cooking ability, and it was all just like a test of the sous chef's abilities to lead and um, work under Ramsay and that sort of stuff. But instead of shoving them in the dining room, they're going to be at the chef's table. Lucky them. So uh, service does finally start, and uh, on meat we have everyone starts in these positions, but because it's the black jackets, everyone's moving around. On meat we have Manda. On fish we have Jared. On Garnish, we have Ashley. On Apps, we have Kristen. And in the starting position for the sous chefs, we have Ariel. Yeah, it was really just moving around, so it's like good luck. <laughs> and uh, we, do get a, we do get a shot of Christina looking all dressed up, but unlike Annie from last season and from this season as well, actually, who's like all dressed up to the nines and like hair up and all that sort of stuff, she looks like a biker chick. Leather jacket. Yep. Also, um, they make pretty fun. They pre- make pretty funny commentary. They like um, they're less intense and it's more like personable. But I do want to clip that bit of Christina saying, oh, my God, yes, in a monotone voice and, like, use it as a ringtone or something. That was <laughs> like I need that, too. <laughs> I need to, like, I either need to, like, GIF it or I need I need either GIF slash GIF it or something. So I, Ari- I am I am very happy at the return of uh, Christina's nerd glasses. It, it went with her ensemble. It completed the aesthetic. <laughs> So anyway, Ariel starts out as sous chef, and right on cue, Jared screws up right out of the gate by serving raw lobster tail. Like, it lo- it did sound like it was the first dish of the day. I, I don't know if it, who knows, but it it was it was framed like it, so yes, it is. And uh, we do, he eventually recovers, but we do get like um we do get a good scene of Ariel and Kristen working well together, with Ariel leading and sending plates out to diners. And uh, yeah, she's basically highlighted as a, as a really strong, a really strong sous chef. Yep. And uh, on the other hand, we have Ashley coming up as sous chef, and uh, which she finds terrifying, especially since she screws up the very first order by reading out a different order. <laughs> oh, I fucked that up real good. Yeah. And uh, in uh, in other news, Jared continues his streak by burning Snapper and sending it up. Then afterwards, sending up refire Snapper Raw. You know. <laughs> It's always try of fun to try and track these sous chefs, but when everyone else is kind of screwing up, it's kind of overshadowing them. Like if they do, I yeah, I think so it was, I think it was intentional just to like um, either a hide someone's flaws as a sous chef, but or, while highlighting someone's um, general misgivings on the stations. I like we, we barely got any of Jared of Jared on the sous chef. He could have been a great sous yeah. chef. He just couldn't cook fish. Mm-hmm. We'll probably probably see more of the leadership skills and stuff next week because I think they're going to be running the pass. Oh uh, yeah, this is this is the final stretch of leadership episodes where people have to they have to be leaders. Yeah, the leadership thing. So it's going to be running the pass where they're mi- doing deliberate mistakes. It's going to be fun. Well, the sous chefs. So basically, Jared is not doing well. Nope. He has to follow that up with a sous chef stint, which like once again they get overshadowed by because Manda. Decides it's time to plumb in and communication and sends up raw New York strip. Oh dear. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a good time. And uh, once again, Manda goes to the sous chef position, but it's it's like laden with people. Even though Christina gives her the highest props, I, was it Christina or Aaron? I don't remember. I think it's it was Cri- Christina. I think it was Christina talking about how she, she was she was being a good leader, but it's like laden with all these confessionals, like talking about how like Man- Manda doesn't have any confidence. Yeah. Manda doesn't have any confidence, Manda's faking her confidence, yada, yada, yada. And, like, 
there was uh there's a scene at the end of it like of actually of Ramsey showing her how to plate and like I think that was supposed to be like oh Amanda can't Amanda can't be a sous chef because she's she's she doesn't have experience plating or whatever but it's like I think there was supposed it was supposed to highlight that but it was like I think it was more of a scene that like um well this is the first time that they're at the pass this is the yeah. first time they had the opportunity to plate so. I'm guessing yeah. there's a lot of scenes of Chef Ramsay showing people how to plate, but like, yeah, they just wanted to use that that one one to, that one scene to highlight Amanda. Oh yes, I think so too. I mean, so last but not least, we have Kristen stepping up as a sous chef, and uh, Amanda once again plummets in communication and starts setting up Blue New York Strip, Raw New York Strip, and everything. And uh, upon which the entire kitchen gets taken into the pantry to get yelled at and told <laughs> to wake up, get a grip, etc. <laughs> I love Christina with throw. You want to see if we can just help out or it's, I'm it's, like, I would love to see you guys try and cook in your fancy clothes. Either way, uh, Jared responds to the uh, pep talk in the pantry by setting up Brochar again. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty much essential. It's pretty much, you know, guaranteed right now that Jared's going home because I've, n- yeah. I don't even think Kevin was shown screwing up this much in a single episode. Jeez. Yeah. Well, there's less people here, too, so... Exactly. You and cannot hide. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, it's just like... Has, I don't think I've seen anyone crash and burn on every single com- possible combination of the meals that you're serving at your station. Yeah, because I think he's, like, screwed up everything. I mean... Either way, uh, Ramsey cooks the last table while the chefs has to apologize to Aaron and Christina, and uh, it's at the moment you see them switch on their, switch on their stern leader phases, like... um. Oh, what are you gonna do? That sort of thing. So uh, everyone has to decide. Disappointed, Christina. So nobody becomes best of the worst, best of the best, or anything. So they have to decide on one person who doesn't belong in the final four. So Ashley and Kristen jump on Amanda for screwing up on meats, while Amanda says she's not, she'll nominate Jared for his multitude of multitude of screw ups and fish, and uh, and he says that the next service will be better with him there over Amanda. So. It's those, those two in the those two in the bottom two, evidently. And uh, mm-hmm. ba- Ashley basically throws Jared under the bus as well. It's like a bit of a callback because, like, one thing we didn't mention, like, from one thing we didn't mention was like in the yeah, in, in the beginning, at the beginning during the reward when Kristen and Jared were having a meal at some restaurant. Like, um, he said he he said regardless of what he regardless of their friends or not, if he do, if she does bad, she, he will nominate her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well. Shoe, meet other foot. <laughs> Looks like she'll do it too. I loved. I just love the sequence of like um, them discussing nomination and like everyone's like getting bleeped out at each other. Like everyone's swearing at each other and saying, "You fucked up." No, I didn't fuck up. You fucked up today. And it's like bleep, 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 bleep. And then and then like it just it's randomly and it's punctuated with a shot of like Errol going, "Send them both home," or like flailing her arms. <laughs> it's like that's why we that's that's why we love you, Ariel. Yes. Yeah. So the nomination ceremony is uh, a sordid affair because Jared is revealed to be the nomination, while Ramsey nominates Amanda himself. Is this the yep. first time that uh, is this the first time that Ramsey has nominated someone this season? I know he eliminated people without them getting called out to the called out to the nomination thing, but like like Joe and Chad. But I don't think there's been I don't think there's been anyone he nominated himself specifically just to put up there. No, not so far this season. Yeah. First. Oh, First in oh. the final five. Yeah, probably the final time because usually if it's a final three, technically all of them are nominated or none of them are eliminated. If I don't know. Uh, technically, yeah. 
So either way, Jared says he's been well, slow, he's been slowly improving and uh, basically pulls on the tropes that um oh I didn't I I'm so humble I didn't think I I could be here I thought um I'm slowly improving I'm, I'm best I believe in myself that sort of thing and uh, manager just takes to Danny Root and says she's just she's ashamed of how much she's screwed up. Yeah, that works. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe and not really. <laughs> it didn't work for either of them, actually. Yeah. Because no. uh, Manda's eliminated in fifth. Sad face. Mm. Yeah. She does get a pep talk from, from Chef Ramsay, though. But still, sad face. And we get a montage. We get a montage. The first one of the season. Well, obviously, they'll probably start doing it at this point. Because, like, in a show's mind, anyone who left before the Blackjackers isn't really worth talking about. Unless they got evacuated or something. They, 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 we did get... A flashback to them at the start of the season where we do get a shot of them like um in their sort of I'm not really sure if it's their everyday wear, I guess. Like Manda's all like Manda's all hair up and tatted up and stuff and like mm-hmm. it's a big contrast to how we see her in the kitchen with like hair tied back, glasses, under a giant jacket, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh yeah, that's the end of Manda for this competition. Well not we'll see her in the finale, but still. So Better see her in the finale. Yeah. <laughs> so we part with Manda. What do we think of? What do we think overall of Manda? Love her. Yeah, she's probably my season favorite. It's like it's a, it's a close race between her and Ariel, but yeah, it's just like she she really did harken back to like in in a way she sort of harken back to the sort of like um, old school sort of Hell's Kitchen characters I, I saw in like Elsie. I'm just, I'm I'm, so, I'm sort of guessing here because like I I've seen I've seen one episode of Hell's Kitchen and she reminded me a lot of Elsie. Yeah. Elsie Contrastly, not Elise. No. <laughs> They're two different, no. two very different contestants. Elsie is awesome. So is Amanda. Yeah. I like. Yeah, she's. Yeah. Most likely going to be my favorite. Yeah, like over unless. Like, unless, unless someone does something in the finale that makes me think that they're really awesome. <laughs> Kicks a sous chef but, out of the kitchen for screwing up. <laughs> um, well, seeing as all three of them are still alive on Twitter, I highly doubt that's a thing. And where is Dan today? Nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Keep Dan. Either way, Dan... Uh, it, ugh, I, was <laughs> to, I, was pill, I was about to pull up my tongue there. Um, either way, Mando was, Mando was great. And, you know, it's been, it's been a treasure watching us this season. Yep. Yep. But then, surprisingly, following her right out the door is Jared, who's immediately who's immediately eliminated afterwards in fourth place, and like that leaves us with the second all female final three in a row, and also the second in the show's history. Yes, I love and... I, I love the show sometimes that that sometimes <laughs> you know just doesn't admit yeah the guys suck women the women are all that all the women are all that count. <laughs> well, there is also one other. For, there's actually a first with this final three. It's a pretty cool one too, or at least I think so. This is the first final three where all three of the chefs have been on the same team for the entire competition. Oh, yeah. They have, none of them went to the blue team. Yeah. And almost every other time, every other time when there was two female females in final two, the one who was on the blue team for any stretch of time was the one who won. But, no, but the blue team sucked this season, so nobody counts. So this is also the first time that that will not happen. Because yep. Heather, Janelle, and uh, Megan were all on the blue team at some point. Yeah. Well, their competitor was not. Yeah. So, like, this season is, like, um, really the first team where everyone at the end is a homogenized unit. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
Like, um, it, it seemed to be at the start, the red team was falling apart, but just like, it seemed to me like it really was just chipping off the dead weight. And mm-hmm. like, it's, it, it did seem to like end up as a, um, a unit of Ashley, Ariel, Kristen and Jackie on the side too, I guess. Cause like anyone else that came in was just like immediately rejected like a bad organ. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Je- Jesus, Chad, Jesus, Hassan. Well, and you know, the three of them have been seen screwing up too, so. It's not like last year where it's extremely obvious on who's going to, well, I wouldn't say that either. Who's going to make both. the final two? Yeah, if you want to judge it that way. And a lot of seasons have like that super dominating winner that, you know, not always bad for some seasons, like season 10. <laughs> yeah, but this is a very, this is a very varied final three though. Yes. In their, in their strengths and weaknesses, I mean. Mm-hmm. And I really love that this season. So speaking yeah. of final threes, I believe you have some notes on the stats of what of the makeup of the final threes. Yeah, it's a lot of notes. Yeah. So but... uh, how so how many times have there been an all male final three? An all male final three? Yeah. None. Zero. That shocks me actually. Like I know, like I know there's been. I don't know, I just, it's just sort of like a Big Brother sh- sort of show of like very over-the-top, loud trashiness and that sort of stuff. Well, not not really, but like you get the idea. It's like it does surprise me that, you know, like that this sort of show doesn't really have much of a male domination in, in that sort of thing. I know there's been all-male final twos, season one, season six, six season nine, season 12, just four, four out of 15. Yeah. But, and, the, and, but all, ma- all males making up the final three hasn't hap- not happening. That, that kind of shocks me a bit. No. And the fact that all male final twos have been, until now that is, it's been more common than an all female final two. Because there was that huge drop between season two and season eleven. Okay. But so this is this is the second of all of two all female final threes. Yes. With Megan T and Michelle. Yes. So that's uh, we've got we've got both directions, and there's two, and there's only two that make up both of them. So um. How many times? How many times has it been a, a male-dominated final three? Five times. And which season to those? One, six, seven, nine, and twelve. So seven is the only time that a female won in one of those. Holly. Yep. Oh, interesting. Season as uh, season seven was the one where the red team lost a lot, but Holly still kind of stayed and. She persevered. She persevered. Yep. That that does interest that does interest me that like whenever there's been a male dominated final three the male has won more often than not. Yeah. So in a uh, in a female dominated final three how many how many which one of those have been I know it's probably going, obviously going to be the opposite ones but still how many how well, many female dominated final threes have there been? There has been eight. That would be two, three, four, five, eight, ten, eleven, and thirteen. And have um, how many how many of those seasons were, were how many of those seasons were won, won by guys? Okay, season three, season five, and that's it. <laughs> so, season three and season five. Season three and season five. I'm checking again to make sure that I got that right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Interest- yeah. Interesting. So based, oh no, real shock there. Apparently, you know, stats indicate that. Um, the more like the more of one gender there is in a final three, the more likely is the one that's gonna win. Like I understand, there's a very s- slim chance of a male winning in a foot, you know, all female final three. So, well, Danny is the last winner to ever win in a co-ed final two, actually. The for, last, the last for male guys. Winner. Yeah, last woman. 
last male winner to win against a female. Really? And, uh, so, yeah. huh. and that's back in season five. Jeez. So, like, man, that's this. Uh, the dice are immediately stacked in a woman's favor if she makes the final two. Yes. That actually does astound me. Yeah. And the only other one who has done that, though, since is Rock. Rock beat up Bonnie. So only Rock, only Rock, and um, only Rock and Danny have won over a woman in the final two. Yep. And that was years ago. Yep. How fun. So like, that's precedent being set there, or, or precedent to break at least. We're still waiting on that because mm. it's not going to happen this year. <laughs> nope. Ugh, it sucks to be a guy then. Jeez, I actually did think that was that a guy was going to win this season too, but I kind of dropped that after when I was like, well, yeah, this blue team's kind of interesting. Yeah, once uh, once. Once a son left, I, I kind of figured a guy wasn't going to win because, like, Frank was Frank. Yeah. Uh, Jared was sort of on his downward spiral and Chad, uh, and Chad was invisible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that was the Andy's wedding one. So, yeah. Jared was kind of shaky on that one. So, pretty much, like, it was consistently eliminations from either, um, either some combination of the, of the guys being eliminated or the, or the blue team being eliminated. Yeah, I think the only girl eliminated from the red team since uh, since Meese has been Jackie. How special! It's either been like reject. It's like once it, Hassan and Chad being being eliminated was like rejecting failed organs. No doubt. Rejecting rejecting a heart or something. You know, not that they needed <laughs> well, a heart. They need... They're not exactly hearts. <laughs> no. So that's our final three: Ashley, Ariel, and Kristen. Yep. And uh, so we find out from next time. Uh, yeah. So next time, Ashley, Chris, it looks like Ashley and Kristen are going to team up on Ariel. But then we get the question: Will they turn on each other? And I it's wonder like, if it's going to happen. So onto our our picks that we, we, we locked in last week. Um, Kristen was our pick for fifth place, but she's um, <laughs> not. I don't know. Just she just seemed like a very random person to make the top three. I, like she even seemed like a random person to make black jackets. Yeah, but, maybe. But now she's here. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, She's she's been unofficially moved up to third, while Ashley and Ariel are still our top two. Yep. yep. On to Ashley. I do know she was our official pick for she was our, <laughs> our official Yes Chef podcast pick, but like um, I really do it's think mostly this, just mine. I really do think this this uh yeah you strong mom you strong army into that. Plus I didn't th- I didn't think a lot, I didn't think Mando or Jared would win. So, but so I really she was our official pick, but I do think this is a pretty bad episode for her tonight. Hmm, you never know. Yeah, like Rock had a pretty bad episode around this time too, but where it, he spent most of the service yelling at Jen. But it seemed more like um, it seemed more like a not a not not their character, but like it seemed like the, uh, their own abilities, which have been like praised for up until this point, is being like undercut. Like she's been like shown to be pretty much emotional, and like mm-hmm. not in not you know emotions are good, but like not in this circumstance. It was bad. It was like bad emotional being portrayed as like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I can see any one of these three winning, and I can see either through any of these losing. Yeah, it's really interesting. I can't. I I honestly can't wait just to see who's going to be in the final two. Yeah, it, I hope someone picks someone. Uh, picks someone. Yeah. Yeah, hearkening, I, hearkening back to what we were talking about before, like everyone, everyone does have their strengths and weaknesses, but like it's just everyone and everyone has these weaknesses. Except everyone has these weaknesses in the final three, like um. Er, as far as etiquette goes, anyway, Eric, Ashley's been shown to be emo- over prone to being emotional, especially this, ep- this episode. Um, 
Ariel Ariel has been like shown like a they haven't focused on her foot at all apart from like one or two mentions and b like there was that the the bit where she was best of the worst and she was like making her pick and she picked Christian and it was like what the hell are you doing what's that what's going on why are you doing this and it was like oh that's not good for her chances like I I at this point I do want Ariel to win the most with Ashley after that and Christian after that I don't like I don't hate any of them but like there's an order there yeah there's always an order yeah I mean this week was good for her she was like shown to be a great sous chef. But you know, I, just like in our Black Jacket predictions, like Ariel's chances of winning rose dramatically the episode right after what her, our choices in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But what you gonna do? It should be a good final three. It's like I haven't had a it's like it should be a good final three because, you know, it none mm-hmm. of them are gonna make a bad winner, but like um I mean there's one person I do wanna really make win because I make think they make a good winner, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we cover everything. Not Kristen, but okay. Oh right, Chris. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about Kristen. If I was Tyra Banks, she'd be eliminated right now. Um, Kristen so is. Kristen, it, I don't know. She just seems like she just seems like she'd be a weird choice to win. This like not not even like not a real real tangible reason. It just seems like I don't know. Like we get to know her and we get these moments from her, but it's just like I don't know. I just, think... She doesn't seem like she'd be a winner. Like. I, maybe that's me. Maybe, maybe that's me. Just me thinking she wouldn't. They wouldn't like um, crown two blonde winners in a row. <laughs> Although the intro that's is very arbitrary. <laughs> I uh... Uh, well, Megan didn't get into a full blown fight with someone. Well, it wasn't really a full blown fight. Just ashtray. But yeah. that's like the main reason. I don't know if Kristen's going to win because she's been pretty involved in the no nonsense drama that's been going on. Like she did have the like... she had the feud with Ariel though. <laughs> I really kind of want her Ariel to win just so I can say the first winners to get locked in a pantry by a sous chef. However, I do I do think that the intro the intro is on her side because she's she's the only one not shown to be in peril. Yeah, although Ashley gets knocked Ashley got knocked off a cliff. Um, Ariel got got run over by a boulder, and Kristen got to watch um, Eddie get attacked by by the abominable snowman, and then see Marino. Marino, that was awesome. I will say that if Ariel does win, and part of me is kind of has this editing superstition ever since they've been cramming two people on one scene, and it's like ne- never has any one of those people won. And she has that scene with Mark, actually. So yeah. if she, that would be hilarious if they if they put the, first, the, put the winner and the first boot in the same one. Yeah, it, it's like a little sneaky little trick, and I'm like, I can see you doing yeah. that. I mean, there's there's. It's entirely possible we're reading way too much into it, but that's our job here. <laughs> yeah, the intros are always fun, yeah. you know. So now I think we've covered everything. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for listening to our Yes Chef Hell's Kitchen recap podcast. Join us next week as we dissect the penultimate episode of this season of Hell's Kitchen. If you have any questions you'd like us to cover next week on the podcast, feel free to contact us via our Facebook page, Reality TV Warriors, or our Twitter page, at RTV Warriors, or contact either of us via our own Twitter accounts, at Heather underscore Short 17 and at Ink One Way. Until next week, keep your luscious locks clear and stay away from 17-year-old boys. See you then. Oh, yes. On the seventeen year old boys, really? <laughs> Shit. Alright, Jared, you gotta speed up those lashes. Just put them on the heat. Heard. Oh my god, yes. <laughs>